0: Wish I knew how to quit you. Why don't you? This is Codependent Content, a podcast where my partner and I discuss the TV shows, movies, and video games in which we've formed an unhealthy relationship. My name is Matthias, and my co host is Shannon Riley. Join us each week as we try to make sense of the media we continually give our hearts against our better judgment. And commiserate with us as we struggle and fail to let go of the characters, stories, and worlds that we are entangled with. Because just when we think we're done with content, it draws us back in. Welcome back to the show that hates Star Wars but loves Star Wales <laughs> and what else is what else does TikTok not like about us this week, Shannon? I'm a little confused on. <laughs>
1: The fact that Um, I really, really care about when Sabine painted her nails.
0: Why would you care about something so superfluous, Shannon? I love superfluous shit. Why? It doesn't matter, Shannon. It doesn't matter. They (laughs) have told us that it... Just enjoy the show, Shannon. I know. I
1: should just enjoy the show. Just enjoy it. I'll just enjoy
0: it. Hey, have you tried enjoying it, Shannon? I'll try
1: enjoying it. Jesus Christ. Welcome back.
0: (laughs) Uh... Uh, I, I'm happy to inform you that I don't believe that any uh, whales were harmed. Any actual Star Whales were harmed in the making of this episode of Ahsoka. Episode 7, the penultimate, possibly, episode. I, I don't know what Pentultimate means now in terms of these shows. And specifically the Disney things, considering mm-hmm. like it is one season, is, but also like it continues and as the Marvel thing is a wind does does the cycle ever end, Shannon?
1: No. <laughs> but
0: here we are, the seventh episode, Dreams and Madness, which is what I called our podcast. <laughs> Jurassic,
1: dreams and Madness. I called it
0: the land of dreams and madness. Um, because I always like to put a quote in the in the uh, the title of our podcast instead mm-hmm. of just take the actual title. Right. I don't know. Try and find something that I really liked about it, um, and then they they copied me, Shannon. I don't know what to say.
1: Do you get residuals for <laughs> they that? They
0: copied us. Uh, oh, speaking of which, the writer strike is over officially. Finally, uh, over. we ha- we uh, writers are now back to work, which is great. Actors are not. We actually do not have a date yet on whether we are going to meet with anyone. I say we. I'm not part of the guild, uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, so you will still see like a lack of promotion and uh, shows are still going to be stopped. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's still a strike going on. Um, and it's going to take a while before writers can, I mean, I'm sure they're going to be, they have a lot of things to pitch, a lot of things to start developing, a lot of shows that need to get back into work. Um, and so I'd be curious to see like how that shapes up. We might still be in a little drought of of content, things mm-hmm. like that, but we can be happy that the writer strike is over and they got mostly what they wanted, yeah, um, I mean, a lot of the stuff is apparently it's a good deal. I haven't looked at all the terms, but the majority of the big things that people wanted are apparently present, and that's cool, yeah, uh, and it's great because now if you know maybe there's some openings, and maybe I can <laughs> jump into something, okay. who knows? Uh, yeah, and we'll just have to, we'll keep you posted on what's going on with the SAG one if we learn anything or hear anything, uh, cause we're about content and we're trying to figure out, uh, uh, how to keep bringing it to you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so yeah, we talked, we're talking about Ahsoka, this is codependent content. If you are new to us, talk about the things we love and hate about our favorite shows, because we're in a codependent relationship with them, <laughs> uh, and we spoil everything from the get go. So if you haven't seen this episode of Soka, you check out now. Um, most of our feedback is is pretty general in terms of what's uh, happened previously. I'd say uh, we were pretty harsh on a lot of things. Uh, Correct acting things like that. Uh, a lot of people, um, I say a few people, I think understood what we were trying to say uh, and they understood that there was something off about the scenes as well that they didn't like and the chemistry wasn't there, all those kinds of things. Again, I don't blame the actors for any of that. I blame a lot of other things.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and uh, But I-, I will say that what I have heard is that the casting for Ezra, which has probably been like the most anticipated casting, like mm-hmm. even though that was the one they kept secret. Okay. You know, we we heard very early on. Well, one when uh, Rosario Dawson got cast as Ahsoka, uh, that was pretty big news. I think that was, if that wasn't announced early, it definitely like was uh, promoted like the mm-hmm. day that the those episodes were coming out. You know, um, and then early on, we we already knew like who who was playing Hera, who was playing Sabine, um, all these different. Uh, actors I don't recall if we ever got like a huge announcement for Ezra but that usually was stayed under wraps so at the end of the day people are pretty upbeat with mm-hmm. uh, Iman getting cast and they say he looks like sounds like and then including this episode feels like he's capturing the essence of Ezra do you have any thoughts on that not being a known like not having Ezra as a known quantity I've seen clips I know who Ezra is I, I kind of get a sense of it. But, yeah,
1: yeah. I don't have any exposure to Ezra. I yeah, so haven't seen thought, clips or me? anything. Um, so I feel that I don't know anything about Ezra as a person just based on the little bit of time I've spent with him in Ahsoka. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I, I really don't have a, a strong opinion on him yet right now. I feel similarly about him as I do about like Morgan Elsbeth. It's like right now they're just characters that are there to further the plot um but i'm I'm interested like i again, I know all the backstories there, and that's why I keep saying like i I do need to watch rebels because the the interesting story is there. I just need to go watch it,
0: yeah, I mean sure absolutely um, so yeah uh it, uh, it seems like we're all in agreement that the um night troopers are really cool. Thrawn seems mm-hmm. like a really big threat. We're all interested to see how he's doing things, and also um uh Bayland a lot of people are. Super interested in Balin, Mm -hmm. uh, as we talked about, even though we kind of argued a little bit about it last week in terms of like what we were, how we were uh, expressing it. um, I think there's a lot of people that are very much interested in what Balin is doing, regardless. Yeah. Right. Uh, And then the big ultimate major thing is that uh, we are a Shin, Hati, and Sabine fan club. Oh, yeah. What do they call that? A ship? Is yes. there something new? Is that the... No. And <laughs> and I don't know if I would call this one a ship. It's just... There's something else. It's my There's, head new, there's no thing.
1: <laughs> my head canon is that they paint nails and kiss.
0: Sure. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so uh, we can all agree on that one. Um, <laughs> so there's that little general feedback. Uh, apologies if I'm not getting to any specific details or whatever. It is pretty late. We usually record this live, I'm not recording it, uh, live tonight because, uh, work schedules have changed and, uh, we just got to get something out and, and figure
1: things out. And so. I have yeah. been awake for 19 hours. <laughs> pew, 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 pew.
0: What? That means you didn't sleep last night. What are you talking about?
1: I got up at 4.30 this morning.
0: Mm. hmm
1: So 4.30 to 4.30 is 12 hours. 8, 30, 9, 30. 17 hours. I'm sorry. I added, see? She's delusional. <laughs> May your delulu come true Lulu. Uh,
0: anyway. Well, do you, well, with that energy, do you want to
1: <laughs>
0: get us started with the episode, Shannon? Would you like to bring us in? Sure. Would you like to uh, um, stop training and bring us out of hyperspace? Yeah. And, and navigate the minefield that is... Ahsoka?
1: Yeah. I'll land the Star Whale. I got yeah, this shit. Great. So we start... Um, that was a perfect segue, guys. I mean, honestly, it was I, pretty tight.
0: That was... That was... In terms of segues... <laughs> some of your notch. best work. That was... I'm gonna try that more often. Go ahead, Shannon.
1: Oh, shit. Uh, So we get some quality time with Hera right at the beginning of the episode where she gets to explain why... It's okay that she blatantly disregarded direct orders, and it's because Leia said it was cool. And who do we get to see? C-3PO. Yay!
0: Oh, was I supposed to say that with you? No, it's okay. <laughs> I don't know what's I just, going on.
1: <laughs> I built the excitement in my brain. Um, I thought that was super fun. I understand it's a little bit of fan service and obviously a nod to the fact that Leia would have been an integral part of this time period. And now we do not have like a direct Leia reference available to us anymore. Um, so I thought that was a a nice little nod to her to keep the Leia legacy alive. Also C-3PO just slaps. We got to see Chopper. Chopper was great. He was Mm -hmm. throwing some shade. He was giving some shit.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, I would say Admiral Ackbar or if that, I, I wouldn't say there's a confusion. I, I, I think it is Admiral Akbar. I think other people have said it is, but also I might be wrong. But I was Admiral like, Or we're Akbar, racist and they all. I uh, was given, given some good side eye. Yeah. Get it? Get it? Because the eyes are on the side I'm going to need you
1: to insert.
0: And he gave side eye.
1: He did give side eye. He
0: did give side eye. He, <laughs> eye. he had to turn his head, though, to do it. And I feel like he didn't need to. <laughs> he could have just.
1: It was for emphasis. He could have just
0: turned his eye and. It was I mean it was already there. You're right. So he's technically always giving side eye. He's always giving side eye. That sassy Akbar. <laughs> when he said it's a trap, he was just he was being sassy about it. <laughs> he was, that was sarcasm. No, uh, guys, it wasn't. it's a trap.
1: Guys. Use your eyes. Then
0: the beat dropped and then
1: <laughs> Um also
0: I someone tell me if that is also is it nub nub? the other guy that's tor- like hero of the rebellion helped take down the second death star. So I feel like if that's him also on the little council, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, but we didn't get to hear him speak or whatever. And I'm not sure. Is it, is it just a person of the same species or whatever? Right. Someone tell me, someone let me know. Please let us know. What what information we have there. I'd like to know because that was one of my favorite characters in return of the Jedi. Because as a kid, I liked when he'd like bounced up and down. It <sighs> was like, <laughs> did his like whatever noises he did while mm-hmm. he flying the Millennium Falcon and then like gasping whenever they accidentally hit something mm-hmm. and then Lando's like it's just it's fine it's, it's a scratch or whatever you know <laughs> it, was it was great it was great I love that Return of Jedi was always one of my favorites so uh, uh, please let me know is that is that him is that my hero great thanks go ahead Shannon
1: it really bothers me that that one man on the council whose name I cannot recall because he is unimportant <laughs> to me. The thing about it I, is, while
0: I can understand what is being set up here, yes. I can under like it's mm-hmm. not. We we talked about it before. This is this is not subtle.
1: No, we're not making high art here, so we have to like accept <laughs> it for what it is. But the the reason I am frustrated with this man is that. He uh, kind of disregards some of what Hera is telling him as like what fairy tale. He's like Jedi, non Jedi. He says like a couple different things. He's like it's all fairy tale. It's like it's all fake. It's all fake news. And I'm like, you guys have the footage of them breaking her out of the prison cell. So mm-hmm. like, if nothing else, this this part is is proven. So like, you don't really have to extend your imagination that much further to think that they are now like doing something nefarious. Like mm-hmm. you had her locked up for a reason. These people broke her out. They're doing something. Um so yeah, it just kind of bothered me that he was like, I don't believe any of this things are happening. This dark fallen non-Jedi is real. I'm like, you saw him false Jedi. I false believe. Jedi. There yeah. it is. I'm like, you saw him on the tape. You literally saw him. It was him.
0: I think his I think his argument was more against that was was the idea that these are more disparate unconnected groups of mm-hmm. of what's the word uh, de- not defectors but loyalists you know mm-hmm. to the, to the empire as opposed to like a organized crime unit you know yeah. these are the um essentially the uh, machinations of of uh, terrorists or just crime uh criminal gangs you know Mm -hmm. has and they're not connected whatsoever is what his idea is especially when um our boy i can't remember his name uh appa uh brings up (laughs) that uh the the mandalore incident Mm -hmm. you know and um which clearly uh sets this after season three of the mandalorian Mm -hmm. uh and Which is great to know, um, but you know, he says, like that was just that one general, right, and like his yeah, I would still think that like it's still huge, right like uh, 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 that was a huge group of people, and they were like, like did did we not at least give information of like there is possible cloning going on, there was possible uh, uh um like in season 2 there was a building of the dark troopers or whatever they are the the giant droids that luke took out you know like you would feel like that even that would would scream that there's something more going yeah. on um but yeah just one guy If one guy could do that yeah <laughs> like yeah. if that's what we're dealing with though um so yeah it's it's really it, it is really weird and the energy that i get from uh this senator is like service industry mm-hmm. drama. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he doesn't he just doesn't uh want the other person to get the good shifts or whatever yeah you know uh kind of situation. That's really funny. That's the person everyone knows everyone has, they know what I'm talking about. Like if you worked in the service industry, you know what kind of energy this guy gives off, which is not smart Senator who should be running like any Mm -hmm. kind of kind, And it's not even in a political sense, uh, uh, in our own political sense, which also I guess sometimes does give off like similar energies of, of certain sense. Uh, 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 it feels even more far fetched, like it's more of a stretch for him to be in this kind of uh, and, and to be giving off this energy than even in our own political sense, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it's it is very weird and and straining and and ridiculous. It's I understand it, but it's
1: yeah. No, and I I know I said it a little earlier, but like we are not making high art. We are making an enjoyable space journey fairy tale show, so I understand that sometimes our baddies have to be a little caricaturey. Because um, I do like to remind myself too that, like, kids watch the show. You know what I mean? Not mm-hmm. not two grown ass adults who have a lot of opinions on like the type of content we like to see. Like some some nine year old little girl is watching this, and she's like. Wow, that guy's a, a dick. <laughs> Who's that gold Those robot? Exact words. <laughs> Who's that gold robot, Mom? And Mom's like, not a robot. You anoid no droid. Anyway, um, so yeah, I think I think it works in a lot of ways. I just am a little bit nitpicky about it, but yeah, I just there's always that one guy that has to like say some shit. It's Like you're just wrong. Just sit there and be wrong, and we'll prove him wrong eventually. I'm sure. Um,
0: well, that's the thing is like we're always justifying what eventually is going to come with the first order because we have to show the incompetency, the blatant incompetency of the new. I, I don't think it has to come on as strong, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, but I guess if this is like to show that not only whatever happens with Thrawn, mm-hmm. but also how this leads to even further problems Um I'd be curious how else this ties into Mandalorian because this is also we got um, those little side quests into looking at how they're struggling to like even like even their resources are just so stretched you know Mm -hmm. and that to me that was even more believable than just a blatant like we're not going to send like someone wants to go and it's not about the resources here it's just about like your own belief about it Mm -hmm. you know. I honestly felt like, was there any real consequence of Harry had gotten, like, relieved of her command or whatever? It's like, she's not, right. it, you know, what else is going on here? And then who's, <laughs> apparently, like, it doesn't matter because Leia's technically more in charge, yeah. you know, and Monmouth. So I don't know what the heck is, how even, it, everything is so Weirdly connected, like I don't know exactly what the stakes are here, or whatever. It just ended up leading to we just gotta show one, these guys are incompetent, and then two, that they're not gonna be prepared for what's to come.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good wrap up of that vibe. Um, so that's all we see of Hera in this episode. So And Chopper. Chopper is such a baddie. I love him so much. Um all right, what happens next? I'm thinking of Ezra and Sabine rolling along in their little well, We can caravan. talk about them
0: later. That's basically all they do. So um, the the next thing is uh, um, Ahsoka going and searching for uh, there She's training. And uh-huh. She's using a hologram, uh, which uh, I have since learned, or maybe you have learned, is that we've seen these holograms in Tales of the Jedi and in other formats that... This is not the um, first time we've seen that she has these and has used these. I believe she also may have used them to help train someone else. Could have been Ezra. Could have been Sabine early on. Uh, I do not recall. Um, but it has been used, right? Mm-hmm. So it was cool seeing Anakin there and how she uh, treats it. Um you could see that she still has a warrior spirit, even though she's definitely changed and she's a little lighter and she's not as, um, I guess, she's a little lo- looser about things. She's she's not as stoic about stuff or whatever. She's still a warrior. She's never going to be able to get rid of that right. side of her, you know? And her feelings have changed towards Anakin, in a sense, that she's no longer hurting by that, you know? Mm-hmm. I can imagine maybe seeing his face and pulling out these and, like... Even training, uh, with his knowing his voice was always gonna be like in the back of her head was probably hard. And so, um it is good to see that she is somehow managed to uh find a way through that and to look at it in a more healthy way. Right. Yeah. So there's obviously some healing and that has gone on, uh, which is great. That's the kind of stuff you love to see, Shannon.
1: Yeah, and I think this change in her personality is a little more in line with like was Dawson's vibe, too. like she she is more likable, and I feel bad saying that because stoic women should also be likable, but yeah, it's just nice it's nice to see a little bit more personality from her now that she's a little looser. Her little poncho is real cute, too. A little button-up sweater poncho she has going on. Yeah. Sure. I really like it. It looks really cozy and I would definitely wear it.
0: Uh, I'm excited that they had a scene here in the training center because, as you know, one of my biggest complaints was, like, galaxy, intergalactic travel should not be that fast. Oh, yeah. And now we know that this is more or less been three rotations. Yeah. Um, because by the time she arrives... they Roughly. like, And even through, like, a little bit of uh, shena- shenanigans, uh, Thrawn will have already almost completed his mission by the end of the day. So um, basically gone through almost three days, mm-hmm. which is great. I'm glad that there is something there. I know people felt it was like a nitpick, but to me, I I want some sort of uh, realism. I know what I know that hyperspace is just fast travel. I know it's as fast as the plot needs it to be. Like I get it. <laughs> I'm not unaware of how Star Wars um, uh, does Dunctions. things, right? Yeah. Um, but even when I brought up the galactic thing, we had a lot of people be like, what are you talking about? They they don't go outside the galaxy. They clearly hadn't watched the show. And <laughs> uh, they, were, they were unaware that we had been introduced, that there's a new galaxy, and that um, they were uh, hyperspace traveling to it, you right. know? And they were like, that would be Im- impossible. Like, you have to really calculate all this. I was like, well, they did calculations, all that kind of stuff. Right. I'm just curious about, like, how long, like, it takes. Because to me... That leads to like that leads. I, we, we didn't like the fast travel and game. There's a sense of like realism that we want in our fantasy, to a sense of like we don't, we understand that you might not show us the whole journey, but you got to give us a sense of, um, uh, how things, uh, how these people live day to day, you know, as we're trying to like understand the, the world and the, the, the lore and things like that, especially because we like living in this world, right? Uh-huh. So, like, if we were to play Star Wars, you know, d d or whatever, yeah. and, like, going it's like, like we can't, sure, we could just fast travel and do it, but I'm like, okay, well, how much time do we really have, you know? What kind of sense, like, give us the fluctuation. Give us the, a little mm-hmm. bit of something to, like, hold on to there, you know? Give us, especially, like, y'all Y'all act like I, I'm nitpicking, but, like, Star Wars is all about nitpicking itself. We've gotten yeah. books, we've gotten encyclopedias, we've gotten things that give you... This week, we've learned that they are renaming Jizz to Jats. What? So, Shannon, are you aware of Jizz?
1: I am aware of Jizz.
0: The... <laughs> in context... Of, I said what I said! <laughs> in context of Star Wars. Yes,
1: jackass. <laughs> My answer didn't change. I mean, no, what? Yeah, music.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you you people get on to me because I will often treat Shannon <laughs> like she doesn't know things. But you will, Jizz. you will be for those at home wondering. You will be surprised to find that this is the one out of ten times that I've mentioned something that she does know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That is an incorrect statement. <laughs> yeah. Cause I don't know what you're
0: talking about. You don't know. No, I do. You sorry.
1: do. I have the giggles. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know it just is music.
0: So yeah, they're renaming it to Jats. It's important. These things That's matter. Cool, it matters, right? Jats
1: is a cool name. I'm if gonna, we're gonna name gonna, a cat that if
0: we're like Jats it, the cat. It matters whether or not this ship can go to hyperspace and this one can go. You know, like y'all y'all cared about the Haldome maneuver and whether or not that was possible and y'all got mad at that now you're getting mad at us for being like hey just give us a like this is a perfect opportunity for a scene they did it they gave us a scene someplace else in the ship I still don't understand what Morgan did for the whole three days on their little hyperspace travel thing like because apparently she just stood at the her
1: whole job is just to question what Thrawn is doing so the audience can figure out what Thrawn is doing as he monologues it to us so that's all she that was her job yeah yeah
0: but and stand at the front of the yes. of the ship.
1: No, she does. She doesn't actually even exist until Thrawn needs to be questioned, so he can explain what he's doing. Right. Otherwise, she just like falls into the ether.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm glad that they gave us this scene, and it was really cool to. See. Yeah, they yeah, get, yeah, come yeah. out of hyperspace. They go through a minefield. The whales get away. Maybe some of them die. I'm not exactly sure, but I, I don't think I any couldn't of them really died. Tell. Hopefully, there was like one brief shot where I was like, "Oh, it looked like one didn't make it out," but I wasn't sure. I couldn't really. Tell.
1: Wow, your cold open was that no whales were harmed in this episode of Ahsoka? So animal protection services. Cuff them.
0: Shannon, it's CGI. Why does it fucking matter? What? (laughs) Uh, I'm still
1: stuck on Jats, honestly. (laughs) Did they rename it because Jizz?
0: Yes. (laughs) And actually, I don't know that they're renaming it, but they're just maybe not referring to it as much as now they're going to start referring to Jats. Mm. As like the premium Mm. musical taste of the I also shall be calling it
1: Jats now. Uh anyway, what I'm do you call it? Like,
0: never mind. <laughs> So, they make it out, they go through the minefield. She gets goes into hiding. Mm-hmm. Uh they're not able to like take care of her and she tries to reach out to the force to find uh Sabine. Yes. Uh which is seems quite obvious to me, but okay. We're not nitpicking. <laughs> uh we swear. Um and Sabine and Ezra are having mm-hmm. a conversation on these non-rolling houses.
1: Very disappointed.
0: They look like Rolly polies I wanted them to roll. I also wanted uh, them to. They roll. They do kind of. They kind of. Mm, there's like a a way that they. They
1: like trundle, but they don't roll. <sighs> it's like ah, yeah.
0: I'm hoping that one still rolls up, but I don't think it will. Um. <laughs> so yeah, didn't expect them to fly. Uh. But yeah, they're dry. He has one. He that's his house.
1: That's his house, <laughs> Shannon. Would you live in a roly-poly? Fuck yeah. <laughs> no questions asked. Absolutely. Can make that shit cozy as hell. Um, And
0: they're talking, like, she's been catching him up on everything that's been happening, you know? Pretty casual stuff. Any better than last week, Shannon? Y-
1: yes, because there's not as much riding on this. You know what I mean? Like this can just be a scene and that's fine if that's how they want to play it. But um, something I notice about Ezra specifically in this episode is that he mentions going home like. Once. No. More? Yeah. I'm at least three different times. Great. He mentions like being excited to go home and wanting to go home. And I'm like, so he's dying, right? Like he's not making it home. I feel personally way to take it. Yeah. Uh, And, and yeah, I guess with star Wars, I'm really never on top of the ball with what I think is going on, but usually even referencing the video we watched about Jesse Pinkman is like, you have the thing, the character wants and then you take it away from them. And usually when someone's mentioned something multiple times, it means that it's like not going to happen for them.
0: Yeah. I mean, and everyone, I mean, Sabine got what she wanted.
1: Mm-hmm. Balin's
0: all about giving people what he wants. Mm-hmm. Um Ezra seems to be getting what he wants. Ahsoka is um, while I guess she wants to stop Thrawn, she hasn't exactly got what she wanted, but she's not in a spot where she cares that much about those things anymore. You know, mm-hmm. she actually cares about the reunion stuff. Uh, this all ends pretty happily. So something you would think is going to be hopefully devastating to our characters. But the, the, the shoe episode, has to know? be
1: somewhere. I'm just not sure where it <laughs> that is. is
0: a, yeah. Um, I
1: wasn't worried about that Shannon until you brought it up, but yeah. Um, I feel like that would be a really big swing too to take someone. Cause Ezra seems again, haven't watched rebels. I know Yeah, seems like a, a very loved character. Sure. And I think it would be devastating to introduce him in live action for as briefly as he's been here, maybe give him, uh, a lot of weight in the final episode and then lose him. Yeah. And it's like, Oh shit.
0: Yeah. And not to jump too far forward with different things, but there seems to be like his kind of, I, there's still things that I, I wish I understood what was, what he was up to instead of just hanging out with a notey and then just mm-hmm. living in this roly poly and, and just kind of not really doing anything. Cause yeah. we, we don't get any payoffs of like, he wasn't, wreaking havoc on stormtroopers while uh, he was here. He wasn't seeking answers through the force of like what his ultimate purpose is. You know, he, he wasn't uh, uh, even trying to get home or anything like that. He was just waiting mm-hmm. as far as I can tell. Maybe mm-hmm. there's more that you can fill into the story. Maybe there's more we'll find out next week. I'm not, I don't want to jump ahead too much, but there does seem to be like this kind of clear passing of the torch to Sabine. Yeah. Even in their conversation here, you know, of him like um kind of being like, Oh, that's great, like you're training with Ahsoka. He gives her a little bit of you know jabs for it, you know, of uh how weird that was before he she's still training or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um but also you see, there's like this kind of a little bit of sorrow the fact that like he's he's kind of done with his training, he's kind of done whatever he's needed to do. He there's like no longer a purpose for him, in in a certain sense. Do you, are you getting that, or am I just projecting? I
1: it? can I can see where you're coming from. I feel that since there's a lack of information, we are like filling the area with water with what we can. Um, I like when he says a little later in the episode that like the Force is his ally and, the like, the Force is all he needs or however he phrases it. That just makes me feel that in the five years, however many years it's been, he hasn't been disregarding his, like, training or his connection to the Force completely. But we don't—we just don't know because he's not giving us any information either about what yeah. he's been doing.
0: Well, we talked about it last night. The reason why I feel like there's a lack of training is more so because— there's clearly something going on with this planet. Balin, Balin's up to something. We'll get to him later. Right. Mm-hmm. And he feels something. The Sisters are here. There's something strong that they're either again, running from or that they have already tapped into. Like there's a reason why this is a home world of the witches. Mm-hmm. Right. And so what is his knowledge of this? Right. Mm-hmm. And, and you would think that he would have some more knowledge that he would have part- uh, given to Sabine or, uh, I said, like, if he knows anything about this thing, would he be protective of it or fearf- fearful of it? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't seem like either. And so it doesn't seem like he, he has been tapping into these things, you know? And I feel like if you are stuck on a planet, like, and you are training and tapping into meditation, and all that kind of stuff, that some, at some point in this 10 years, maybe, five years, that it would have grabbed your attention in some way.
1: Yeah, I can, I can see where you're going with that. Um, his attitude is just really chill and like nonchalant about most things. Yeah. Even when he sees Sabine for the first time in however many years and he just says like, oh, I knew you'd be here. Or like, I I knew you'd show up. Whatever he said. I knew. And then the fact that she was there. And I'm wondering if that's a hint that the reason he's so chill is because he understands like what Ahsoka was referencing, like the fated choices. Like it was it's fated to happen this way. And I'm wondering if he somehow knows more than he's letting on, and that the we as an audience are privy to. Um, but I'm not, I'm not sure that's actually there. I'm not, I don't think the show is actually giving that to me. I think, like I said, there's just such a lack of information that I'm like, oh, we're not taking Ezra and just making him nothing. So there has to be something here. And if if he hasn't been trying to connect to the force or doing anything, you know, I'm not going to judge someone who paid a big sacrifice and then got deserted on a planet and like tried to make the best of it. And if his version of living that was being a nomad with these little turtle snail things, and that's how he got by, then I wouldn't judge that. But I liked watching him fight and seeing the way that he wields the force. It's like, is that another nod then to just like how good he was and how innately that force connection came to him? Like we were referencing in the early episodes before we even met him in Ahsoka, that he was just like, he was always the good one compared to Sabine. Um, yeah, I don't know. He's just hanging out with some snails. Can't be mad at him. Oh, something that's still been sitting with me is the fact that Thrawn is so unbothered by Ezra being on this planet even though Ezra is the mastermind that brought this mastermind down a peg and like kind of caught on and stopped him in his tracks and the fact that they've just been on this planet and he's just been like I'm just gonna let him live on this planet whatever happens happens like I'm not gonna raise the resources totally fine but then he plays with like I don't understand how Thrawn decides when he's going to send and call back his troops. Because this whole episode, there's a lot of, like, go chase and then never mind. And they're like, okay, now go find her. Wait, never mind. Stormtroopers go. No way. Come back. Like, I'm just not understanding the push and pull of when he decides to send people or things after people or things. And his excuse of, oh, we bought ourselves time to load the ship I'm like you no you didn't because Ahsoka wasn't coming after the ship anyway she was like hiding in that debris field like what did chasing her out of that debris field actually buy you time to do it didn't actually buy you time to do anything so I didn't understand his reasoning of like chasing after Ahsoka bought them time I don't know if you care about that at all but I thought about it a lot last night okay I was like, that's weird. That's a weird thing to say.
0: Well, is that I mean, so what would you what would you like to say about you can move on to Thrawn if you want and talk about kind of what's going on with him and Morgan and
1: Yeah, that, yeah, because I think I'm I think I'm done with Ezra. I'm clearly. sorry. <laughs> I just Oh, I'm sorry, Ezra. It's not your fault. Um do do.
0: All right. Well, I mean I could I would say that like it it would B if he does end up dying, I would be a little more understanding of why they portrayed him the way he did. They did. You know, because no one wants to come and like meet this person for the first time and have him be like a downer, you know, or and mm-hmm. kind of you know, it's like he's he's happy go lucky, he's living a nomadic like fine, you know. Um I don't think Thrawn cares about him. I get it. It's like a kid or whatever. And also like, I don't, again, don't know what's going on. With Ezra. There's a lack of information, but like, he clearly doesn't care about Ron either, you know? Uh, so there's, there's the portrayal makes a little bit more sense. If, if, uh, you know, we're just going to be getting rid of him. It's sad. I don't want that to be true. And also then I guess the betrayal is not good in my view if if they don't kill him. So now maybe they should kill him, you know, because <laughs> that's all they are. That would be that would actually make more sense. More, yeah. You know, um, but I, yeah, I mean, like I'm I'm behind. If people are enjoying this version of Esther, I'm all about, I'm all for it. Yeah. I don't like seeing hate for any sort of actors, you know, and and there's always going to be a lot. I feel like also there's a a big maybe not so much of this show, but we always get like people hating on any actresses in general for portraying anything in Star Wars original characters or established characters. Mm-hmm. And so it's a little bit um, like while it's great that people love characters like Shin and a lot of people are loving Ahsoka and there's other people that like are getting behind these certain characters like Sabine and it it, it does bother me that people will it's they don't do the same thing for the male characters I want them to like Ezra yeah I want them to like the actor I want them, to, but like they're still it's hard it's it's so much easier for like, we've gotten so much of Sabine and she has given us a lot. Uh, Rosario Dawson has given us a lot. We've gotten like so much of them. He hasn't done anything. No. (laughs) And, and it's great that people like him, but he, he hasn't done, he literally hasn't done anything. Yeah. And he's not putting uh, the actor is doing a great job. Mm -hmm. Is there as much effort there? You know, like there hasn't been the, actual emotional weight of, of anything of like what his character wants or motivate mm-hmm. any of those kind of stuff you know he's just being there mm-hmm. you know and he doesn't get the same treatment as
1: other, he, you know what I'm Ezra saying? D- did I say this in an earlier podcast that like Ezra is feeling filling the role that is typically reserved for like the female motivation to a primary male character that she's more of a concept and a motivator than like a fleshed out character with an actual like story and existence behind her. And I feel like Ezra because I have not seen Rebels. Yes, I understand, but if you're meeting Ezra for the first time here, he feels more like uh, plot device. Like he's he's there to motivate my two main girl characters instead of being an actual character with wants and like a life lived. And, and stakes for himself. Like, even when he was saying that he wants to go home. I'm like, I, I hear the words and I understand as an empathetic person. But, like, I'm not drawn into that yet because I haven't gotten to spend time with him. And the show is called Ahsoka. We can't spend hours with everyone I would like to spend time with. But I think that uh, if there somehow was a way to put a little more... Emotional depth into the character without having have watched rebels uh then some of this might feel a little more important
0: well, to me, it's like rebels shouldn't be the thing because it's been a long time, right mm-hmm. like to me, this character should feel different even if you've watched rebels, you know, yeah, like, I would hope that it's a different character and a such a new character that you'd have to reintroduce us. To him. You're like the Same way him. like Ahsoka was, you know, like it was yeah. it, I should feel like he should feel a little bit different. Like, and there should be like glimpses of the old Ezra mm-hmm. within him. That that's what I would like want, you know? Mm-hmm. So whenever like we pick up on something, I was like, oh man, I really like that about this character. And they're like, oh, that's Ezra. That's what we look like, like about him. You know? Yeah. That's what I want to get from fans. Um, but right now I'm not getting old Ezra coming through new Ezra. I'm just getting this is. Just Ezra, you know Uh we're not getting any sense of like who this new character is. Yeah, you know, and yeah, they don't show us anything. Like you before, you mentioned like him having mentioned home three times in this episode, or even last episode, he mentioned he wanted to go home. Like I know that's his thing, but I didn't. It didn't land at all until like the very final. Was like, oh, I think I'm finally gonna get to go home. I was like, when was that a problem? Before, like I know you like. I know we've said it and I know you've been here for 10 years, but like, it doesn't seem like that was a bothersome thing for you. Like it didn't seem like that was something that was really weighing down, like that the, that the weight of this was making you anxious and that you might not get, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. like we didn't feel that relief with him because there was no relief to be had Mm -hmm. because he didn't show us what he needed relief from, you know? Well, so it's like, I can understand in my mind, in my mind, I get it. Like I'm not, Unaware of the trials that he's been through and having been on a planet alone with these people for 10 days. I I can I can get that, you know? I just wish I could feel it a little bit
1: more. Um what the fuck was I gonna say? I don't know. Oh, our nitpick of like wanting to see time pass to understand like where you are in space, quite literally i feel is also applicable to this situation where if he has been stuck on this planet after making a huge decision and like missing a part of him for however long he's been here this feels like it could have been like a couple weeks ago like a couple days ago you know what i mean like the mm-hmm. weight of time is also not present and i think if i could feel more of that weight of time even if it did not burden personality even just understanding the concept of how long he's been here the fact that it's been two episodes now we still don't know how long he's been on this planet Mm -hmm. it's like i i think that would add like a little more emotional depth to it too because you would feel the fact that he has been here for however long he's been here instead of just like hanging out by his snail truck being like hey girl i knew you'd be here it's like Mm -hmm. five ten years later oh were you just like waiting here waiting for me to pop up what's what's been going on have you just been standing at the front of the ship waiting for us to land? So that's kind of what this feels like. It's like, where where has the time gone and how has it impacted you? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I guess that's... Ev- cat. I guess that's everything on Sabine and Ezra. I We can tie them into... uh
0: We well, are moving on to Thrawn, if you have forgotten. I mean,
1: no, because I don't really have a lot to say about Thrawn either, because well, he didn't you don't do think, a lot.
0: Well, you don't No, but like he, they are showing that Thrawn is, um, is manipulating things. Is it, are they, is he the tactician that I, I want him to be? I don't know. I, I, I do hope that they get actual like military commanders or anything, uh, someone, some people to consult on like what would be things that you would do, you know, because, because it's really hard, I think, to show like, Good military action. Uh, we've talked about Red Rising before, and I don't know who Pierce Brown talks to, but it seems like he gets an understanding of like what is good. Like when he throws surprises at you, I'm like, I did not think of that or whatever. like it, you have to like not be seeing seeing it coming, right? <laughs> you can't just give a name to a maneuver and be like, oh, he's doing he's doing war stuff. like he's playing chess with everyone. like it doesn't. It doesn't feel like an actual tactician. It doesn't it's it it doesn't it doesn't feel so complicated to me that I'm not able to follow, and I feel like I should not be able to follow this. But it was like it was pretty straightforward. What was kind of going? Well, on. <laughs> the
1: way we met Thrawn and the Night Troopers was like dope. Sure, and it's really set a vibe for me that I was like, oh fuck.
0: I think they still have, are showing him in that light. I'm still a little bit of fear. Of him, you know, of what he's doing. I
1: don't. I don't. Because, again, what do you mean you bought yourself time by chasing Ahsoka out of a debris field? She wasn't coming after you anyway. Ezra was not coming after you anyway. You didn't have to buy yourself time because no one was coming after you anyway. Number one. Number two, you are a badass with your badass existing night troopers, and y'all got flattened by some fucking snail turtle people. A boy who hasn't used the force possibly in five years. Sabine, who got hit multiple times but took no damage, either to self or to armor. Like, I wasn't feeling master tactical baddie. I was like, you didn't do... Anything this episode, you just said some words and like, were excited that all the cargo was loaded onto your ship. And I was not as excited or as impressed as I was when we met him, the way that he like commanded the space, the way that he spoke, the way that he wanted information, the way that he was reading into people. So for me, this episode, he came across as weaker just because the things he was doing was not like enticing, exciting high stakes for me. I was just like, okay, you're just doing what every other bad guy does, which is dumb shit. You put your stormtroopers out there to get shot down. And then we're just setting up like the next big fight that you guys are going to have. The more interesting bad guy, the more interesting fight was Balin overthrown. Again, Balin is like, he's the winner in my opinion. Okay, sure. I mean,
0: Do you, can we can we stick to one subject, please?
1: Yeah, it's Thrawn, and mm-hmm. I'm done talking about him. So if you have anything else to say, <laughs> go for it. Uh, he didn't do a lot for me this episode. I'm gonna
0: say that like there's something about the actor that's still doing a good job for me, and that he is he is presenting Thrawn in the light that I feel like we are supposed to be viewing him in. Whereas like the actual details of the play, like in in. All generality, it doesn't seem like the writers knew how they wanted to get to certain spots. Like, I was like, we're obviously propelling towards Sabine, Ezra, and Ahsoka getting together, and it seemed like everything was just more of okay, we need to like take this one step, and then everything stops, and then now we need to move them a little bit further, and then everything stops, and then we now need to move them a little bit further until they finally get to their goal. So it was all like plot machinations. It was less, um, uh, like actual like stakes and and I guess like story and more of just like we'll just keep inching everything along, mm-hmm. you know, uh, plot wise. Uh, and yeah, so in that sense, like the the military tactics don't work, and the and the um actual whys of it you know like i can say he doesn't he doesn't know what ahsoka is doing you can probably make the assumption that she's coming after him you know and even if she's gonna go for sabine first he knows she's coming for him so there there's something to be said there and also why not kill her now before any of that happens right so i don't I don't know like i I'm, I'm not like I can try yeah. and justify I'm not here to justify his thing, but I will say that like at least the actor is believing
1: oh yeah, the actor's fine
0: like the, and there's a there's something about the way that he treats everyone and the threatening nature of it, and it does feel like he has control over the situations when no one else does to a certain extent like mm. am i am I buying that he's a tactical? Mastermind, no, but like he does feel like he's in control more than anyone else. He does feel like that there is, and that is something to be worried about in mm-hmm. terms of the good guys, you know? And we know that he's probably going to come back. That's unfortunate is that we know that he's he's not going to be stuck here.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't believe so. Um, we are under the impression that he is going to be the main villain. Of the new movie that is going to be happening, Um, so it's unfortunate that we have that kind of information. But yeah, the so I'm so this is more of like a setup for that. It's more of like a setup of like what he and I hope they get better at portraying it. But they have to portray him like kind of winning in some phases, you know? Yeah. Do
1: you think that he was portrayed as winning in this episode?
0: I think he was being portrayed as more in control. Mm -hmm. He knew what was happening. At least in his, in, in, yeah. The, the story yeah. that's being told, he always knows what's going on. Yeah. No one else knows. Right. And, uh, it's because he is supposedly 10 steps of ev- ahead of everyone, you know, mm-hmm. including a person that, um, uses the force. Right. Right. So, I mean, he, he set the minefield and that set the things and he, he's utilizing resources, um, uh, to a small degree and knows when to back off and when to Mm -hmm. uh, fight. And um, so I think there's a lot to be said there in terms of You
1: know, I'm kind of surprised they had those. Let me ask you, am I conflating? Because I know Hu Yang was flying a ship that was able to fire onto the ground. Did the night troopers also come in a ship that shot at the ground? Or am yeah. I conflating the two? They
0: came on a transport. I don't know. What okay,
1: okay, doing. okay. I was gonna say, I'm like, if you have ships that can fire from the air, why did you not just blow up the caravan? And then everyone you wanted to be dead would have been dead, and you would have bought yourself all the time in the world. Um. Yeah, I think that's all I have to say about Thron. I like that you are like seeing that energy. I'm glad that i I'm glad that that's reading well for you. I My goal was to be on it. the
0: fan side. I still like Thrawn. I still like him as a concept and like what the actors bring into it. And and I'm not going to, again, blame a character for not being written well enough. Yeah. Like, you know, and then who, who am I to say like what a real tactician would have done there? You know, you don't it, it's just it's more of the writing. It's more of the like. The things aren't being presented to me. You know, the, mm-hmm. we talk so much about, like, Lord of the Rings and the Two Towers and how the Battle of Helms Deep was done. And, like, how you show where things happen and where the good guys get a one. It's There's a lot of visual things that are happening where I'm, like, we're trying to keep up. And, th- and then they're trying to show us, like, the tide of war on either side and how it keeps bouncing back and forth, you know. And this doesn't have that to it you know so we so yeah there's there is i i can't tell you what it is but when we've seen good battles on screen and i want this person that that's what the problem is like i want this person to be a a a threat right to everyone and to be these 10 steps and stuff but i don't it didn't feel like i was struggling to understand like what like Felt like I could have come up with it. Basically, chase retreat. (laughs) Chase retreat. Like I get it. It's like I get it. Yeah. It's like, did you need? Did you need to be doing that? Couldn't anyone? You know. And it's again when we just show like how incompetent the New Republic is. It's like, yeah, this is obviously ten times better. Yeah. But like you know, you know what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm trying to see it, guys. I'm. I believe, ish. Anyway, but we can um, move on to. Uh, our favorites—the thing that does usually get your juices get flowing, us going, I guess—you know—is uh, Balin going. and Shin. Go
1: ahead. <laughs> no, I made you another. another I made another jizz joke, but I said it over your words, and then I felt bad about it. Um, Balin, I I like that when he. Not dismisses Shin. Dismiss is not fully the right word. But when he's like, yeah, go like go chase your power. Go do what you gotta do. Like, I, I hope the best for you. And they part ways. I like that this is more confirmation that he's not, like, Dark Jedi, Bad Jedi, Sith Jedi. Because didn't you say that Sith Jedi, you, like, kill your master to become the master?
0: That's a Sith, a Sith thing. Yeah. It's not, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So... I, again, just for anyone that's like, "Oh, he's so bad!" Like, he's not. Hey, don't do that. He he's not falling into those traps. Well, he's still yeah. operating under like a, a kindness and a like a code of conduct. And I like that he wants. He's like, "Yeah, if this is what you want, go for it." Because I want what I want, and I want like go ahead, be free. And she's like, "Okay, bye." <laughs> just fucks off, and I'm gonna miss our our one-two power duo next week.
0: Oh, I'm sure we'll find a way to get both of them, but I I just don't know what's... You're talking about Sabine and Shin now? What is going on? What is this? What does this mean?
1: (laughs) Are we going to get Balin and Shin together, though? Like, fighting on the same side? I don't know. You know?
0: I I mean, I'm just glad that, like, there was a clear, still, like, a protective nature in him towards Shin. When Ahsoka arrives, he's like, I can't let you go down there, because now he's like... Before, it was, like, we don't have to fight, like, this map, this whole thing, whatever, stuff like that. And now he's, like, you're going to go after my Padawans down there. Uh, she's, they're clearly, there's already two other Force people down there. Like, I can't let you go. You're clearly going to be better than that, mm-hmm. you know, so I have to stop you here. And because, like, I do care about this person, you know? Yeah. So it was, like, a a cool, a cool thing there, you know, and it's still, um... You know, it shows where that, like you said, his loyalties, where his heart kind of lies, that he does have a, um, I guess a a heart for his, his protege, you know, and where even in that he doesn't feel like this is something that he wants to do, but he has to, you know, uh, And and I love that. I really do love that. And I love that we get confirmation that this power thing was not really what he was after. He's after something. And maybe power comes from that. But when he was saying when he was telling her in way back in episode three or whatever, where I was like, Oh, he just he just wants power. He wants something I don't really know. And he said, you know, you can get power or we will get power or or what's in it for us. It's power m- more than you uh, could imagine or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was saying that for her benefit because that's what she apparently wants. He can feel her ambition. He can feel that there's something driving her. And that's what we talked about. Like there was clearly something that she wants that he saw in her. And this is the thing that he keeps doing with every single person. He We didn't know it before but like when he reached out to Sabine he's like this is what you want when he goes he, he goes to Morgan he knows what she wants you know he knows what Thrawn wants to a certain extent right like he is he knows what Ahsoka really wanted mm-hmm. at the end of the day there's he is on a different level of like empathy or sympathy or I don't know mm-hmm. to like tapping into like the desires that are within people Which is super, super interesting uh, to me. And now we get confirmation that all he was trying to do was like, you know what? You are a person, Shin, who is clearly wants something. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what her backstory is. And how he found her. But he saw that he could give her that. And that she could tap into that. And he's not stopping her. You know? And... How that shows his view of what the Jedi Order has done. Because a Jedi, a real Jedi, would not stop at, you know, stopping this. You know, he saw essentially how trying to withhold something from someone led to Anakin, you know, and led to the fall of the Jedi. How being so strict on certain things of Of trying to control people's lives to a certain extent, and trying to control who could have and who could have not, you know how that brought down an entire society basically, and you know, I love that this just shows how he's like he is at least trying something new, and it was not necessarily for his personal gain or whatever it was like just give it like allow people to have free. like what is that choice free will is it is it is it um i don't know communism or that like what is it? like in a certain extent it's like it is just like letting people be free to choose what they want
2: mm-hmm.
0: like they have the talent they have the thing that they want to do is like do we really care about the being the moral police of things or whatever, you know, yep. the Jedi were essentially police men for a certain kind of thing. It's like, I don't know what exactly is trying to be said there, but I, I love that energy.
1: Yeah. I do too. What did you think about Shin being offered a seat at the table by Ahsoka at the end of the episode?
0: Well, sure. I thought we were going to talk about the fighting and stuff first before we got to the end of the episode.
1: Okay. Go ahead. Do you not want to? Yeah, I mean, that's just, that's what my thought was, is we're talking about, like, choice. So, Shin's choice, she makes two, like, distinct choices in this episode, and the first one is to leave Balin's side, and the second choice is to not join Ahsoka's side. Well, what do
0: you think of her choice to, like, leave? What do you think Shin wants? Like, do you think that's what I she, think she really wants? I think Shin
1: thinks she wants power.
0: Mm. What do you but, think she really wants? A girlfriend?
1: But realistically, like, I don't know. It just, we don't, like, I don't know what's important to her. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know what the, what the weight of the choice is because I like seeing the connection between her and Balin. So I would prefer the choice be, like, to work with him.
0: I'm curious if in him doing this and the way that he did it, if that will feel like an abandonment to her you know because i would feel abandoned right like i was here i've been following you i've been uh uh listening to you this entire time and (laughs) yes this is like what i want but at the end of the day like she thought she was doing she doesn't know where he's going or what he's up to and she doesn't really get a sense she's still learning, you know. Mm-hmm. And though it's like kind of him being like, you're ready, you can go take what you want, uh, take her power, you know, he does give her like at least advice of like being careful of that ambition. Even though he can't stop it, he's like, you know, he talks about patience and ambition and stuff like that. So um but it feels like he's done with whatever it is.
1: Mm-hmm. You know?
0: And how that might make her feel a little bit abandoned by it. Um, not looking forward to seeing how she actually feels about it, but in that sense.
1: Yeah, I didn't think about that. Or maybe feeling abandoned.
0: And this thing is like, I don't know if we'll actually get that, if we're we'll actually pay that off or whatever. It'll be interesting to see. Um, and it, it just makes me wish we got a little bit more of that relationship to like understand it. Like, this feels like it's the so story, good. The, the like real story that's being told, like in between like everything else. Yeah. You know? And, um, that's that could be like that is probably the more interesting thing because it is it keeps zigging whenever it's you usually expect a zag or whatever. Yeah, you know.
1: And if Balin is her only hook, like she doesn't seem crazy about Morgan. She doesn't really care about Thrawn. Like she's there because Balin's there. And now he just like cut the string and was like, Okay, be free. Figure it out. She's probably like, What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. She's cool. And
0: Um, the fight between him and Ahsoka is pretty good. There are some clear, clear Kurosawa references in the cinematography and how they like set it up. And so I was really, it was really cool to see that the samurai samurai kind of motif going on. Um, the fight scene and choreography was okay, though there were a few swings there where I'm like, like, why are you aiming for a foot? You know, whenever you like, Mm -hmm. you have like the whole body, um, available there. It's like, it's not clear how one thing leads to another, but it looks pretty, you Mm -hmm. know? Like, there's a clear... And again, there's this idea that she was not even trying to, you know? Again, a little bit of a turn on what we were saying before, whereas before, I know you said that they weren't trying... She was just trying to get to the map, but there, to me, was a little bit more of, like, she's going to do what she has to do in their first fight, and there's a little bit more aggression there, whereas this one was... Um. Uh. Did feel different from the first fight mm-hmm. in multiple ways, both in how they choreographed it and then how they like even approached the fight as characters and stuff like that. And then like the clear indication that she's just basically stopping and distracting him and keeping him uh distracted long enough for her to you know get away or whatever. Um. Yeah, feeling a- anything on there.
1: I didn't see that at all.
0: (laughs) No? No. What do you mean, Not didn't see it at all?
1: I didn't get the sense that she was just keeping him busy until she could get away.
0: Even when she said it? (laughs) Yeah. She's like, I don't have to kill you. Right. I just have to, like, stop you or whatever, you know? So. Yeah. She outright. But, but like,
1: but from what? From, From doing what? I
0: don't
1: know. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, it that didn't land for me because I was like, "What do you?" It's like Thrawn saying, "Oh, I bought myself time." I'm like, "For what?" Okay. Um, yeah, the fight choreography was, was fine. I just didn't feel uh, a lot of energy from it, but it was fun to look at. I liked the way it looked. Uh, so yeah, that's that's my opinion on Ahsoka and Balin's fight. I was reading. Uh, it seems like people on Twitter really liked that fight. People were saying that it, like it it read that it had really good energy and it was one of the pieces in this episode that even though the episode as a whole, we all kind of know is like getting us to the next episode. It's like, at least this part was like fast paced and fun and, and interesting. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. I can kind of agree with that.
0: Sure. I mean, so she runs off. She goes to, She steals his horse. Good. Well, it's not a horse. I think you said it was a cowardly horse dog thing. Horse dog thing, yeah, I know you're uh, right. Which other people have added crocodile and or no, I'm sorry, Gator and uh there was another one that I saw that was like was pretty on Because of its snout. End. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh so you know, there's a there's a lot of things. it's a
1: cool animal. I really do like it. Sure.
0: She steals it. Yes. And she goes and and, and finds Sabine and Ezra. They are dealing with Padawan and uh, two units of uh, night troopers and some bandits or whatever. Doesn't Didn't it seem like very hard for those bandits to find that roaming naughty? Sure didn't. Like, man, y'all managed to stay hidden for so long right until the plot needed you yeah. to not be. <laughs> uh, In a place so, that's just flat surface. Yep. It's like, oh. Great. Uh, super good job doing that. Anyway, um, <laughs> unfortunately, Shannon, I we can also confirm that the night troopers are not... <laughs> they are mere mortals. They are not, well, that's... Sure, you wanted to... Go ahead.
1: Well, they didn't explode in green smoke, so they're not reanimated corpses.
0: Right. I never thought they were, but, I mean... To the people who thought they, I guess, yeah, might be. they're not. That's yet. not to say that we're not going to get reanimated corpses. Right. There's clearly something the Night Sisters want. Right. I just never thought that the Night these ones are were not. that. Like, I, yeah, I. But I thought they would be a lot harder to kill. Better at
1: their job
0: uh, and would at least be able to shoot something or be tactically more advanced than to just stand all three in one. Uh, It's just, you know. Also,
1: we talk about the passage of time. What have these night troopers been doing that their armor is so fucked up because it's not winning battles, apparently. (laughs) It's not being good at your job. I know you always joke that stormtroopers are paper people. And I was like, oh, we got these real badass, your armor's fixed with gold. They, they have keep, been doing shit for five years. That armor's broken just from, like, being out in the sun. The one guy tripped and fell down. He's like, oh, my breastplate's broken. Someone fix it for me.
0: They keep trying to introduce, like, cooler enemies. But, they don't, but these enemies never seem to, like, level up. Yeah. You know, it's like, I... I <laughs> Give me the stakes. Why can't we... Please. Why couldn't we have made them, like, Better. Like it's yeah. oh, they're only I don't know. It's just they they just seem like normal stormtroopers. Uh I like I, I get like we need a fodder army. That's usually what we kind of need, but I don't um you so far everyone is on the same level. From the HK Assassin Droids to whoever was helping them uh, uh, was trying to fight in the woods on cetos mm. you know, to the bandits, to the stormtroopers. It's like it's like what like They're all get, level one. there's where I would try something new. <laughs> uh, probably Thrawn is is to um maybe do something. They give them a new name and a new face, but you can't you yep. can't take the s- trooper out of the storm Anyway, (laughs) uh, but yeah, but like Ezra doing the force thing with, um, against Shin was pretty cool for a certain little elements. We got these cool like force on lightsaber action that we never truly, really seen before. I mean, we've seen Kylo Ren do some cool shit. We've also seen recently like Obi-Wan, Darth Vader kind of do something similar to much more devastating effects against one of his inquisitors, if you recall, where he was basically like using two fingers to like stop her from like ever attacking him, and then like taking down another. Yeah, you're nodding your head, but I'm I'm nodding my head. Remember if you remember at all. <laughs> I didn't remember until you said it. Sure. Um, so in that sense, I'm I am, and someone mentioned is like, oh, he's basically an airbender now. Yeah, sure. That's that's that is kind of the vibe. Vibe there. I think visually it could have been done better, but overall it was kind of cool to see where he's at and things. The banter about the lightsaber thing was kind of like went on like a couple lines too long. Yeah. And don't ask me why, but a lot of the dialogue in this scene and a lot of like how it happened and whatever felt a lot like the kind of stuff that I see in The Walking Dead. And those kinds of shows.
1: CW show.
0: Do you, (laughs) if you like those shows, that's fine. I loved Fear the Walking Dead for the first three seasons. And then it kind of took a dip for me. Like, I think there is some merit behind those kinds of shows. Star Wars is not one of those kinds of shows. Um, Mm -hmm. But it feels like banter and and cool stuff and and no stakes uh, kind of talkie talky, you know, we got to give them, give them something. And then, and then, okay, now, now some basic action, you know, with some wires, um, you know, mm-hmm. after having seen some like really dope wire work and one piece and some amazing action set pieces, uh, with that, um, I don't think I'm asking for too much here to it just can at, be least, done. at least, um, you know, if you're going to do give us this idea, um, find maybe more creative ways to do it. And this goes down to like how we do wizard stuff. At the, at the end of the day, it's just like wizards. And it ends up being like a, a beam of light that they, you know, there's no creativity. I was like, man, I feel like the force, you can find more creative. If you're going to, if you're just, if the force is all you have, and that's what you're going to use against blasters and lightsabers, and you're going to. Say this is all I need. I was, I was like, there probably was more creative ways than just air bending, kung fu, and then push. We got one pull in there that I had recall, and so maybe some, you know, you know, I don't know. I Not do. The-
1: <laughs> I so full transparency. The only moment of that fight that sticks out to me is when he blocks the blocks shin saber with both of his hands and we get that like moment there. Um, Other than that, I'm just imagining the actor being like, shoo, 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 shoo on set with this like fake lightsaber. And I'm like, Oh, it's a little goofy. (laughs) I didn't mind it though. It's
0: always goofy when you say do it like that, (laughs) Shannon. (laughs)
1: Um, But like I said, my biggest complaint with this was not that it was the fact that number one, of course all the stormtroopers go down because they have to, and not all of them, but you know what I mean. They they just all go down so fast. They one hit and they're down. But Sabine, helmet off, like just takes hit after hit after hit. It's like there's not a ding or a scuff or a scratch. Oh, she's or like, wearing,
0: she's wearing best best car steel.
1: Does it not scuff? Does it not get dirt on it? Does it not react I mean, it's to its just, surroundings? It's like
0: it's like really strong, Shannon.
1: I believe you, and I wasn't sure if that sounded sarcastic. Like, I'm actually asking, is it is it a type of metal that's, like, it's just so resistant it's to everything? the same thing
0: that the Mandalorian has, that Jin, Din Djarin has in the Mandalorian. I'm
1: and, trying and to and recall. Bo- and Bo-Katan. I'm trying to recall if it's they the have any armor. damage or anything interesting on their little uniforms.
0: I mean, like, Boba Fett has some damage. Yeah. I mean, that, like, if he's using armor, like after a while, there's certain things that will scuff up something, but like normal blaster fire is not really.
1: Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Cause it's just so strong.
0: The thing is supposed to be super, super resistant. Yeah. Okay. I guess that makes sense.
1: Even, even her face. I'm like, you were in the mud, you were in the dust. Like your, your face is perfect. So again, I think for me, it's just like creating the reality of stakes. Uh, I thought, I feel like that's my biggest complaint kind of, Overall, it's like writing, you can kind of forgive sometimes because actors can be likable and you can like fill in the holes yourself most of the time. Um, But if there doesn't feel like there's actual stakes, then it's like, why? Why do I care? What am I along for the ride for? And it's like, I don't I don't like watching. Obviously, I don't I want our heroes to win. And I like that. I can always count on Star Wars to let my heroes win. But it's it's like, where's the fun? in it if I don't feel a little bit of that like tension in the moment
0: well they do here's the thing I will say that like she does take a lot of hits to her armor and then Ezra clearly takes no hits to anything um, that I am aware of or could see I don't know what his little chainmail armor might be and it's not stormtrooper dog tags I can hear you guys typing it's not that
1: (laughs) that was a cool idea though
0: Um, but I don't know if like he's got some like uh, arm that maybe got hit under that I don't re- recall him to, but like there is a sense of weird like oh she has the armor so they can be good shots against her but like remember he's not protected and he doesn't have a lightsaber to protect himself so we don't again give him creative ways to like m- get get out of it we just don't shoot at him the same way right. and it's like you're not treating things the same mm-hmm. and you're not showing where why like um how she's utilizing that armor and how that changes like how she approaches things or whatever be versus him you know they're they're both kind of doing the same thing and mm-hmm. then it's just weirdly unbalanced to yeah. say, like the visual of yeah. it and there's so there's a lot of different things again not I don't know you all can call that nitpicks if y'all want i'm not that's it's do, <laughs> do I hate Star Wars Shannon is that it is it no. do I not
1: no we don't hate Star Wars it's it's hard to watch things now and like just enjoy them at a surface level, if that makes sense. Like I miss respectfully when I was like 19 years old and could just watch anything and it didn't have to be deep or perfect or well done. I was just like, that was a fun 30 minutes of my time because now it's like we just have so much content and now I feel that I've seen so much good content i've i've seen things done so well i've seen fight sequences that like have me on the edge of my seat wondering what's going to happen next because there's so much structural integrity that now it's like okay yeah we're doing this again we're still doing this this is something i've seen over and over again and i'm feeling the fatigue of like all the marvel things feel the same all the star wars things feel the same and i'm like i'm tired of the same formula so no when we talk about like we're diving into star wars I'm going to pick at it because there are things to pick at. But does it lessen my love for Star Wars? No. I'm super glad I'm watching Ahsoka. Like, I am going to watch Rebels because it's such a fun world to be in regardless. But if we're going to talk about it as a show and what we like about it as a show, you also have to then be okay with, like, there are things that don't work for me. And it doesn't take away my love or appreciation for... Like, the universe or what it stands for, personally.
0: Yeah. Uh, Sure. I don't know that this is going to help anyone. That They're probably still going <laughs> to get on to me for nitpicking things that I guess are, I don't know. Where I
1: mean, are. well, let me ask you. Does watching this show make you like Star Wars less?
0: Um, I mean, I just, it's not my favorite Star Wars show, and I want to love it. You yeah. Know, like, I want to really like it. And again there are shows I'm really looking forward to like The Acolyte and Andor was Andor's super really good. good and I know that's just, you know, saying the water is wet now. Yeah. You know, um and it's just I think to me it's just it's not even that like I don't like the show um i really do like the show i like what they're what they're raising and we've talked about the different things that we've gotten out of it um but then at the end of the day if i wasn't talking about it i would just be like eh right there hasn't been anything that i'm like super super excited about to be like cool you gotta watch this like to go to go see this because like whatever it's more of like um you know, if I start saying things, I was like, Yeah, they're going to a new galaxy. I get like I guess that's kind of cool, but it's not like exciting, like, oh, but you have it's a you get to must watch because of see that. It. Yes. You know? Um it's not there's and I feel like a lot of these like could be must-watch moments, you know. As as cool as seeing Anakin was, like, I I don't know that it was enough to be like, okay, just go watch this episode and then nothing else. Like I wouldn't say that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um it, it didn't it didn't give me like it was good for Ahsoka and it was good to see Hayden Christensen yeah. in the role. But it didn't give me anything that I was yes. that I was kind of like looking for or hoping or whatever. I totally understand. That. So um I don't know. It's uh it's everything. So um and apparently uh speaking of not giving uh uh something that someone wants, you know. Uh <laughs> uh Shin gets an offer to to you know go with our little group. Ahsoka reaches her hand out and says, I can help you. Uh and Shin without a word just turns it down, hightails it out of there. Um to I don't know where. It could be Balin or it could be back to Thrawn. Um, who knows at this point? I don't think she likes Morgan. Nah, but maybe again, uh, uh, she is some. I I'm glad it seems like maybe Shin will stick around. Yeah, yes, maybe.
1: Yes, I
0: am really, really glad that Ahsoka did reach out. That's
1: mm-hmm. what I thought
0: was going to happen. That's mm-hmm. what I wanted to happen. I was like, you can't. We said it. I was like, you can. You have your revelations now. Go and like go and bring on more mm-hmm. people to your way of doing things. So I'm a little bit disappointed that Shin turned it down. That's not what we want, you know? But yeah. I, you know, it's like it also makes sense because like there's a person that ha- has ambition and wants power and stuff. And I guess whatever. But I, to me, I, it would be more interesting to see how her dynamic plays out. Amongst a, I guess a group of goody two shoes. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's not a challenge, Ahsoka, training people who want to be trained. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? It is much more of a challenge to train someone to to help someone who is more. uh, um, I I was going to say like more rebellious, but I guess like Sabine is kind of that. But like this, so it's not that, right? Like, yeah they are still receptive to it to a certain extent. Like, they're still good guys. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. There's not a, this, it would be, and not that Ahsoka needs a challenge, I guess. I don't know what I'm saying. I just feel like it'd be more interesting if she had gone with them. And maybe there's still a chance. Maybe that might still be a possibility. Maybe she has to see. Maybe eventually. Maybe she has to see what, is become of her master and where she's going. Yeah. Like with uh, now having lost her master and not wanting to have anything to do with witches. Or maybe she likes the witches and we don't fucking well, know. Well, that's
1: what I mean. She was just released into the wild by the person that she's been following for however long. And I don't think that's a decision that she took lightly, even though she did like turn around and leave him. So for like 30 minutes later, for her to be like, oh, yeah, I'll just like, I'll just join Ahsoka's team now. Like, I don't think she likes Sabine. I don't think she trust them necessarily. So I don't think it would be in her character to be like, just like hit that switch. Be like, yeah, I'll join you guys. I think that we're going to have to watch her either struggle to find her place somewhere else or maybe like weigh the lesser of two evils or find herself like happenstantially in their company again. Um. But also I just, I I love... I love the dynamic between her and Balin, and we talk about like how special they are, not just individually, but together. So if there's more to this story with Balin trying to find whatever it is that's special on this planet, it might even be cool to see however that falls apart, and then if like Shin takes that mantle up.
0: Yeah, I, that's the thing. Is like everything, every time I've kind of asked for something, we almost do get it. Like I, I know Dave Filoni's smart and whatever stories he's trying to tell like takes patience to kind of mm-hmm. wrap your head around and, and see him introduce things and do something new. And maybe it is all leading that last episode. I And there's something more there that will come in terms of that dynamic. And we just needed her to, we can't give it away now, you know? And And yeah, whether it's, a dynamic with Balin, or it's a dynamic with Sabine, you know, or yeah. dynamic with whatever. Like, I like I don't know. And I I hope it just doesn't turn out to be, well, she's just the person that ends up being the dark force user that we need to get yeah. rid of, you know, that we need to fight. And then Sabine wins, and finally, because after three times of fighting, her hasn't gotten, you know, and then yeah. defeats her, and then she dies, and then that's
1: that'd be a bummer. That's
0: like it, you know. Um, It also feels like that wouldn't even be that interesting of a character art for Sabine because, like, all we've done is here's two females that are around the same age that are clearly on opposing sides, and that's, like, been it, Mm -hmm. you know? Sabine doesn't even care so much about that. She's just been almost forced to, like, have to deal with this one person, you know? (laughs) And um, what is the actual rivalry there? It's just because, Shannon, you tell me, women... Is, it, is that it? Is it just because you can? You can only have one. You can only have one woman.
1: There can only be one.
0: <laughs> one angsty. There can only be one angsty woman. On at only a time. one of us can
1: have our nails painted at a time.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I do right? know what you're saying. Uh, and please help me.
1: I just. I don't know. I think maybe it would be more interesting if it's like sins of the father is not exactly what I'm trying to say, but like of course. Sabine and Shin are going to connect and clash because Balin and Ahsoka connect and clash. And it's just like a like a
0: trickle-down effect almost. Well, that's the thing, though, is like Balin and Ahsoka were not the first to clash. We got Sabine and Shin the very first episode. That's what put her in put her in that little hospital bed that she was like, I have to get up for that you you love so much, Dan. And if you recall yeah, my favorite scene. Ahsoka didn't even huh. hasn't hadn't even run into Balin at that point. She knew he existed. She knew those two existed, but like yeah. she hadn't dealt with it. She dealt with the Inquisitor in the second episode. So it wasn't even the first episode, you know, so and so you know what I'm saying? Morak? Like, she had more to do with Morak before she ever dealt, you know?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah, I was yeah, 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 more yeah. thinking, like, they knew each other. They have history mm. together, do they not? No. They just know of each other? On- Ahsoka and Balin just know of each other? That's it?
0: Well, Balin knows of Anakin. Everyone knew Anakin.
1: Everyone knows of Anakin, but sure. So and he's just, like, he heard Ahsoka's name. And
0: Anakin one of the most famous Jedis alive, probably, he probably, Balin probably knew that Anakin had a Padawan. She was a general in, in the first, like he knows about her. And then she, I don't think she knew Balin. And no, there's no, th- he doesn't exist before this show. hmm And they've never met. She knew he existed because of the, holo thing that you brought up before of having seen that there was clearly some Jedi or Mm. something out there that had broken Morgan out.
2: Mm.
0: Otherwise she was busy looking for the map for Thrawn. That was her whole thing. There was nothing. Okay. So yeah, there was, there was no beef between her. So yeah.
1: So why, why do we,
0: why did we, why pit, do we care? Why, then? Did, why <laughs> did we pit Sabine and, and Shin, which was the whole thing? Yeah. It's not because of, it's not because of some connection between Ahsoka and Balin. No. Um, that's the team up, you know, that's the clear, like, okay, I'll take care of the, I'll take the master. You take the Padawan kind of thing. If you're going to run into them. Sure. Like mm-hmm. that's what happens, but it is just two Padawans phase in. Like there was no, that's, that's literally all it is in terms of. There's no re. There's it. It's there because it's there. Because well, they're Shin on, they're fought on Sabine sides, because she
1: it. was in Ezra's apartment and she was looking for the map. Yeah, yeah. So there was no beef there either. Sabine was just there and in the way. Yeah.
0: There's then. not a. There's not a real. Yeah. There, it's literally just like oh, being on opposite sides. That's what I'm saying. There's not a clear. There's not any motivation beyond where to. Padawan women on opposite sides and like around, you know. And I
1: ran into you first around
0: similar, th- and we are constantly going to keep clashing. Um, and we didn't, but, you know, the, mm-hmm. but there's no like, there's nothing in it for Sabine, and there's nothing in it for Shin into mm-hmm. on an emotional level or whatever like that. Yeah, that keeps them, you know. They just they're the things don't align. Like mostly Shin has been doing it because she's been told to. And mostly Sabine has been doing it because she's the other person with the lightsaber. She's being
1: attacked. Yeah. Okay.
0: But then there's no, none of them share any words whatsoever. You know? So it's, uh, I don't recall them ever saying, saying anything to each other. They just give each other looks. And that's where I'm getting the, like, it's just
1: Friends women, the hating, lovers. W-
0: women hating women thing again.
1: Yeah. That's boring. <laughs> Well, you can
0: tell me if I'm seeing that or not.
1: Like, no, I mean. I mean, well, you just said it. Like, what else is it then? Because there's no other motivation other than we're just pitting the two girls against each other for funsies. Ugh, oh, Yeah, I mean, weak. like,
0: there's an idea that, like, Shin, to get, you know, she doesn't get... Uh, how many Jedi has she fought, so... And she can't mm-hmm. even... Uh, they did share words in terms of, like, when Shin was like, you have no power and all that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like... And power means a lot to her. So there was actually like something about that. And then there was a cool dynamic between like her and Ezra where it was like, okay, Ezra balances Sabine, right? Mm. I guess, you know? Um, they kind of did it well. They still had to be saved by Ahsoka. So I don't know that, <laughs> that it really, wor- it really, wor- and he got knocked out anyway. So yeah. Um, but it's, there's a s- sense of, pride for Shin to need to be the winner. I guess if I could put anything on it, just the fact that like this person who is clearly not that trained has no power is constantly one upping me
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, or getting the better of me or at least stalemating me. And I'm not able to like take them out. I guess you could say that ambition to just be better. Yeah. Is there. Yeah. We know it's being maybe has the same, again, they're mirrors of each other. I'm not like, I'm sure there's something there. Um, I just wish that we could actually see that expressed in some, in some actual way, you know, instead of just like looks of like whatever. And then like it, that's not satisfying. Right. And then they're only going to make it satisfying because I think it's going to be like, okay, so then Shin's going to do something completely bad that we're going to have to kill her. You know, that like it has to be by Sabine because like mm-hmm. they've been clashing or whatever. And it's like make it justifiable. Whereas like we, but as opposed to like, again, the more interesting thing is like actually maybe showing where their similarities lie as opposed to the differences you know mm-hmm. as opposed to like it's classic good versus evil it's like it's, i don't even see that you know but they're yeah. gonna do that it feels like they always do that with star wars at the end i don't know i'm tired of trying to find something or talk about something that like if we're if you're not enjoying it we're not finding it like i don't know i don't know what to say because <laughs> like all the things that we're saying is like we like this stuff you people keep talking about enemies to lovers like it's a thing that actually exists it's never does it actually exist in any of the media that you are aware of because i'm don't think i've ever actually seen it
1: hmm there's everything i'm thinking of i'm like not that's fanfic that's fanfic that's (laughs) fanfic
0: oh (laughs) you know um so it there are there are pride and
1: prejudice Just kidding. I've never read that before. There are
0: people who have opposing views that learn to, like, get along, um, but I don't think they were enemies. You know, there's, there, there, so to a certain extent, in some mediums, I could call it an enemy to lovers kind of thing, but not when it's, like, Avatar. Did Zuko and, and.
1: Oh, baby doll. I'm thinking the blue, like, the blue people, Avatar. The Navi falls in love with the like war guy.
0: No, that's not the same. Enemies that's the not. Lovers. No, that's not.
1: I'm on Google right now.
0: That's like Romeo and Juliet kind of like enemies. Like we mm, were born mm-hmm, on opposite mm-hmm. sides. So we gotta like, we gotta we're fight not real kind enemies, of thing, you know. Yeah. Someone you know what, guys? There's your thing. Tell us when does enemies lovers actually were at? But like true enemies. Like I'm thinking, like, when you think of like Good versus evil. Like this person is clearly like if I'm sitting here, like the true enemies right now are Thrawn versus Ahsoka, right? And then the now whereas some people would be like, well, you know, like uh uh Ezra and Sabine didn't always get along. So they was like, that's not the no. fucking same. That's that's not what we're talking about. Uh, we're not talking about people who maybe don't get along and maybe have like a little bit of opposing views, but kind of align on certain things or whatever that clearly like on the same. P- like, we're talking about like, this is the bad guy. This is the good guy. This is your, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Where's that actually happen? People I, are going to bring up, people are going to bring up like, uh, uh, Ray and, and Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what, that, when were they?
1: <laughs> I'm really trying to think. I don't, I don't.
0: I don't think. I don't think so. I don't. Do you? Do you think that one counts, Shannon? Is that enemies of lovers, Kylo Ren and Rey? I mean, that one's
1: not bad, right? It's that one. I feel like that's a that's. As I mean, they shared to a kiss. So I don't
0: know if they were like lovers, and also, <laughs> and also, were they really enemies?
1: Yeah, or or was... Oh, that's really funny. I'm on... Okay. Is it
0: always... Is I'm it on Screen always... Rant, and
1: that's the first thing that popped up, is okay. Kylo Ren and Ray.
0: Sure, sure. Is it, is it always, like... Is it always the guy... You know, the bad guy with the heart? He's just a guy... Like, I can change him kind of guy. Is it that? Is that what y'all just really want?
1: I can change
0: him. Is that the enemies of lovers that y'all are looking for? Is that just that Sabine can... We we're on a whole tangent now, and I we just are, and I'm to, uh, I'm
1: deep down the rabbit hole. What about Leslie Nope and Ben from Parks and Recreation?
0: Yeah, because like I've seen that. No,
1: you haven't seen Parks and Rec? No. Wow.
0: But you tell me then.
1: I mean, that one's not that one's not a bad one. But I'm thinking when I'm thinking of, oh, Sam Puckett and Freddie Benson. They were friends. I'm thinking of the fanfics of like Draco Malfoy and Hermione Granger, like enemies to lovers like that that is an enemy to lovers that's a
0: good one that's a good one that never happened
1: that never happened I'm also thinking like Shigo and Kim Possible another dream duo of mine never happens but they're enemies and then they should smooch so yeah no maybe we just do best love that to me but-
0: like one of the best ones again Red Rising does some really good like enemies to lovers because there's Te- like, cause when they were, uh, um, not to spo- I won't give names. I won't like, I won't spoil everything, but the, like the first book is about like hunger game style, like factions having to like be against each other. They literally are practicing war mm-hmm. by killing each other, you know? And, uh, um, it's a training. It's like an Institute, right? I need to call it the Institute. Anyway. Um, and those uh uh some of those people end up uh going from enemies to lovers some of them go from like allies that are kind of enemies to like lo- to like lovers and then there's like also no cl- there's a clear like uh, some of them are you know lovers in the only uh sexual sense <laughs> you know um, you were once my enemy, but I also think you're hot and like whatever. But I will bed but, thee. But we're not gonna. But I'm not gonna be on your side, kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. So there's a, there's a few of things things there. I, I feel like you can pull from some books that I haven't read that might have similar things. I just don't feel like you ever get like
1: true full <laughs> scale. Yeah, I They're think never
0: I'm... ever all that bad as an enemy yeah you know, They're that's never true. truly like
1: they're never real enemies yeah yeah i'm with it okay
0: they're just misunderstood or whatever you know
1: yeah or they just have like that, that tension but all, yeah. like i don't love your personality all the time because you're yeah. a little too this like leia and han solo like they're not they were never enemies to lovers all right well that was fun that was a fun little
0: mm-hmm. i like i like talking about tropes tv tropes movie tropes are, like, fun when we get to bring them up and, like, figure out, like, how they're being subverted and stuff. So we talk about those a lot. Um, We would like to see Shin and Sabine. At least, again, I'm not even looking for lovers. I'm just looking for, like, friends. She's looking
1: for... I'm looking for lovers. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: Respectfully.
0: What would you... uh, Anything else you'd like to see? Would you like to see Ezra die? Would you like to see Balin get release Ragnarok upon the world? What if he destroys this galaxy? Good for him. We introduce a galaxy and just kill this galaxy. <laughs> they
1: were like, you know what? Never mind. We can't have this. You can never go back. No, I, I don't know if you remember. Like, I think the first or second episode we did, I was like, I kind of hope Ezra is dead. Which was very ballsy of me to say. But I still think that would be an interesting... Even though it's a trope cuz when it happens to women I'm like cool we killed the woman to motivate the man but in this one I'm like it might be beneficial if Ezra was unavailable Who's to say
0: Yeah I I'm I'm curious to see what this what what dynamic we're building to in terms of the group like what what is the thing like you know once they get back let's assume they all get back right what is wow. the thing you know do they form their group again? They no longer have, like, of course their fight will be against Thrawn. I was like, man, the psycho just, Balin's right. just keeps on fucking going. For these people, you know, they can't get out of it. You know? Um, I do think you're right. We're going to get reanimated, made army. I, if they, that might be the thing that gets introduced for later too. That might not be a, let's, let's get rid of them all. In this, in the next episode, there's a lot to wrap up. A lot of people are hoping that it's a long episode. Yeah. Um.
1: With how? With how?
0: I don't. I don't mind if it's long or short, as long as it packs in enough story. You know, like that's the problem for me is that how little story has been packed into these things. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, you could be, you could be packing in a lot.
1: For how? Like. Place steady. This episode was. I'm really hoping that it's because they were setting the dominoes to fall completely th- in the next episode. Like I really hope they're saving all of their dynamite for the last episode, and it better be a big explosion.
0: I mean, don't get me wrong. They've they've come a long way from that first episode. You know, there's a lot a lot technically has kind of happened. <laughs> That's has the thing. It? It's like it's like y- yes and no.
1: I mean, we've traveled to a different galaxy, and we have we found Thrawn and Ezra between
0: worlds. We traveled to another galaxy. We have established where the Republic is, and and uh, what is going on with that. We've we have new. We have witches. We have um, uh, HK assassin droids. We have you know uh, stealing. Uh, hyperspace drives and building huge rings. Like there's, you know, there's a little, I don't know. Maybe it's just in this minor things where like nothing's happened. like the characters haven't taken any journeys. Yeah, Sabine is still where she started. Ahsoka yeah, after has- she cut her hair, Ahsoka's changed a little bit. Yeah, just like a like a little bit. You know, yeah. Balin's still where he started. Shin's still where she started. Ezra didn't start anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. All the characters have not really gone to any, except for Ahsoka, mm-hmm. which is fine. It's her show. It is
1: her show. So she earned it.
0: So um, at the end of the day, I guess that's what I would have hoped for. And I feel like, okay, great. Now I that's what I feel like is going to happen where to pack so much of the character journeys into one episode. I'm like, you could have been doing this the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: probably setting up for bigger emotional stakes in the movie that's coming, I guess, too. More of the journeying will happen there. I hope they keep Shin around. I really like her. It's too bad. I say I say it every week. It's too bad we don't get Balin anymore, but maybe we'll still get to hang out with Shin. We'll see you next week, I guess. What's to happen of our friends?
0: Great. Well, if you, what are you anticipating? What do you want to see? Like, are you also? Um, do you have any thoughts on friends to lovers or enemy? Anim- I'm sorry, enemies to lovers or whatever. Do you? Friends. Do you like this th- this episode of Ahsoka? Do you hate it? Do you this wish episode was fine? Star Wars <laughs> would stop. Do you wish? Uh, whatever you know, write to us at codependentcontent at gmail.com You can go to our Discord, vul- vulgarianorder dot com. Uh, Find any of these links, any of these names, any of those in the description or the whatever. You can also comment on YouTube, wherever you find this. You can continue yelling at us on TikTok if you're out there, if I even put clips up because, you know, I'm busy. I got jobs to do. Um, But, yeah, and you can always – but, yeah, reach out to us. We are doing these normally live. I think next week is also unfortunately not going to be live and who cares. But (laughs) – uh, we're still gonna be talking about stuff. I know that we have a couple weeks before Loki, I think. Loki is immediate in the week after. I guess we're talking about Loki after that. We're gonna find a way. And it's coming out on Thursdays now.
1: Oh, fuck, I don't know.
0: New, I think I Thursdays are new, so we'll probably like we'll get you a podcast on the weekend. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll let y'all know. Um until then, uh, Shannon. One more episode to go Ooh. of Star Wales. Uh, uh, do you think we're going to see them again, Shannon? think the Star Whales are gone.
1: I don't think the Star Whales are gone. And I know you're trying to wrap this up, but now that I'm thinking about it, we have, that we know of, two options. All of our characters have to get on that hyper thingy. Yeah, that's what I thought. Or mm-hmm. we have to get back on the Space Whales.
0: I don't think the Space Whales are coming back.
1: So we're all going to have to end up on that little ring of murder. That's what I thought. And high-speed space travel.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought. Or the planet, a hyperspace thing itself, and then whatever.
1: Man, if you were Ezra and you were trapped on that planet this whole time and you were like, I could have just, I could have just done what and got the fuck off this planet? Cool, 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 cool. All
0: right. Well, we'll see next week on Codependent Content. See you then. Later, guys. Bye.